Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Leonardo, and thank you very much for joining me. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and we are in our brand new segment called Blaze It. Yesterday, we were covering the Texas Rampage, the most recent uh, mass shooting at the school at Eulidalia. Uh, and the police and the press are both spinning it in ways that only gives more division to America, meaning it only gives more divide different political views uh, with mental health, different political views with gun reform, uh, common sense gun reform, I should say. But all these talking points I just want to add on are the same talking points that we're getting from the mainstream media. None of us are really, really thinking for ourselves, which is a very, very big issue. We continue to get the same talking points from the media. Oh, if you're on the Republican side, it's all about mental health issues. If you're on the left side, oh, it's all about common sense gun reform. I'm telling you right now, I don't... I don't think, me personally, I, I I don't, I believe people are very emotional right now, so that's why the gun reform is in the play. As far as the mental health issue, I think that's a play on, uh, a play on of words for the medical industry to use it to strip away guns, you know what I mean? Because if you say everything's a mental health issue, well then suddenly, you know what I mean, it Suddenly, mental health issues, they all sound just that a little, they, they sound, they, it sounds like something, oh, we can definitely deal with that because it's a mental health issue. Now, 23 people are dead out in Eudadalia. Um I want to add on, I, I want to get to a couple clips. Um, I, I, we're, gonna, we're about ready to go over to Bandot Video because I have an exclusive uh, exclusive Texas uh, safety trainer that was on Bandot Video. And I want to get to him and uh, hear what he says. And it's about, it's about 37 minutes, uh, give or take. But we're definitely going to get to that. But before we get to that, there's a couple clips from MSNBC I want to get to. And, there's a, and, and then there's a, some a little more news, kind of an updated news when it comes to uh, the Texas Rampage. So um, first, let me just say this. What you're hearing on mainstream media with them saying that uh, the police did not engage um, and did not engage the shooter. Um, so it turns out. As it turns out that the shooter within him, the, the shooter, he did. He was confronted by um, the security guard. Now, whether or not that security guard was armed they are still not being completely, completely complicit. They're not. They're not telling everything. Uh, they're not telling. They're not telling us that. But what I do know is the U.S. marshals that were there while the shooting was happening were beating parents. They were restraining parents, and they were telling parents, "Well, we don't have enough manpower to go in and save them." Dads all across the board were yelling at the police. Give me the body vest. I will go in. Give me the body vest. I will go in. Maybe a bigger, higher death count. You know, you could um, you could easily say, well, yeah, it's all the cops' fault. They sat there and wait outside, and I could easily say, you know what? You might uh, you might not be all that wrong in thinking that way. But what I'm going to say to you is simply this. What we do know right now is that a young man that was very troubled, his pleas out for help, and all the talk for um, we're setting up all these 
LGBTQ, um, you know, these uh, mental health facilities for LGBTQ and all these hotlines that you talk about. What I, what we do know is, and what we do know is, is none of that worked. None of the, the suicide hotlines worked for this guy. He put a couple posts up on Facebook even saying, I'm going to kill, I'm going to kill my grandma. I just killed my grandma. Another post. I'm going to go shoot up a school. What we do know for a fact is that the United States government, the Defense Department of uh, the Department of Defense, does have technology—the same technology they got from China—to track millions of Americans in seconds. What we do know is not only that social media may have known about it. But they actually let it happen. Because I'm going to tell you this right now, before we get to these clips. I'm going to tell you this right now. And this is going to be a heartbreaker. But I really want you guys to really realize this shit. Realize that every single time you make a provocative post on Twitter, Facebook, maybe a video off of TikTok. I don't know. But what I do know is when you make those provocative, when you make those provocative posts, a lot of the times... The social media account has algorithms immediately put into place to where it will ask you, did you mean to post this? Did you mean to say that you were, you were going to kill your grandmother? Oh, your post is deemed hateful or harmful. What we do know is when you post shit like that, Facebook and the social media accounts, they track that shit. And not only do they track that stuff, guys, this is going to be what... What I don't hear anyone talk, talking about, because if we're all going to, and this isn't a slam against, um, you know, the mental health facilities. I'm not saying the mental health facilities aren't working. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have some type of mental health facilities up. That's not what I'm saying, but hear me out. What did they do for this young man? All this millions, all these millions and millions of dollars that we are spending left and right on LGBTQ this, on left wing that, on mental health this. What did it do for the school shooter? That's all I'm trying to say. What did it do for him? It didn't do anything, right? So what we do know is when you make a provocative post on your social media, your camera immediately gets flipped on. Known fact. Known fact. Look it up. Your camera immediately gets flipped on. So what I'm suggesting is not only did Facebook know, know what he was doing, not only did they know, but they let it happen. You post, I, I want, I, you know what, and, and I'm, and I'm, er, I, and I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm wanting, I'm almost wanting people to start posting crazy, crazy shit like, you know, crazy stuff like that. Put, put it on Twitter. Put it on Facebook, put it on, you know what I mean? Put it on one of your social media accounts and then watch how fast you get flagged. Watch how fast you get flagged for saying that type of shit. As, as a matter of fact, you might not even get flagged. You might have a few agents show up at your door looking at you like you were going to do what? You were going to do what? I didn't hear you. You were going to do what? All of that money that we have been spending... Mental health this, remember that? I know you guys do. 
we're going to spend this amount of money because of mental health. We need to save the children and stuff like that. Well, what did, that, what did all of that money do? You know why every single time they talk to you about mental health and they say, we're going to spend $100 million on this mental health facility. You know why it never works out? It's because you are throwing money at a human issue. You're throwing money at a mental mind issue. You're, you're throwing money at a mental mind state. And then everyone wonders why, oh, my God, all these mental health facilities, there's so many of them, and all these social workers, oh, my God, there's so many of them. There's plenty of help out here. Why is everyone shooting everything up? And then on the left side, you got these guys talking about, oh, well, it's the guns. They're weapons of mass destruction. But these are the same people that encourage women to get raped and then talk about it later. These are the same politicians that encourage women to abort their babies at every chance they get. You see what I'm saying, man? So anyways, guys, I, I just want to, like I said, I want to give you some updated uh, updated information as far as the Udadalia, Texas rampage shooting goes, guys. And um, there is something that really, really shook me down to the very, very bo uh, bone. I saw it yesterday, uh, last night, and I'm going to be honest, man, it is something that it's just something that really, really got to me, man, because a broken heart really, really does kill. So, um, grieving a husband dies after wife is slain in Texas Rampage. Irma Garcia's family was already reeling from her death in the Texas school shooting that targeted her fourth grade classroom and killed her co-teacher, 19 students. Now, John Garcia, 50, dropped off flowers at his wife's memorial Thursday morning in Uvalidia, Texas, and returned home, where he pretty much just fell over and died, his nephew John Martinez told the New York Times. He was married for 24 years, four children, and a broken heart killed this man. And uh, Martinez told uh, the Detroit Free Press that the family was struggling to grasp that while the couple's oldest son trained for combat in the Marine Corps, it was his mother who was shot to death. The archdiocese, the archdiocese of San Antonio, and the Russian, and the and the Russian estates knows. Mortuary confirmed Joe Garcia's death to the Associated Press, and AP was unable to independently reach members of the Garcia family on Thursday. Now, the motive for the massacre is still not known. This is being dubbed one of the nation's deadliest school shootings since 2012, the attack in Newtown, Connecticut. And uh, that within itself is a complete lie. And well, I just want to uh, include that the mainstream media is indeed lying. Uh, they're, they're trying to make this. The reason why they're trying to make this, uh, they're trying to say that this is the most deadliest shooting. And I, and I, I, I need to stay with facts, guys, because I just I need to make sure that people are aware of how the mainstream media works and how they take a hold of your emotions. Because I am I myself emotional. I'm going to be a dead honest right now. Even reading uh, reading this, uh, but the the greatest I, I'd say the biggest mass shooting um, in um, in America as of lately I'm just going to say as of lately was indeed the Las Vegas shooting. But um, they got rid of the Las Vegas shooting. You know they stopped covering the Las Vegas shooting very very fastly once it got tied into Saudi Arabia. And um, in the you know Saudi Arabia princes that were there, and they were getting into shootouts with the U.S. marshals, and there was a big you know there was a big debacle there. But they you know they they put that under the rig, under the rug, and I, and you know and that that really shows that really shows you how much the media cares.
You know, it really does. And, you know, th- you know, if you really think about that, I don't want to get too much off subject, you know, but it honestly really, really shows you on how much the media, when they cover these situations, I want you to know they don't give a shit. This is just a political tactical play with them. They don't really care about the pain you're going through. Sure, they might have some anchor that's very sympathizing, you know, and you can definitely see it in a space. Don't get me wrong. But does that news outlet news outlet really really care about your family and 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 making sure it doesn't happen again? No, you can see that already with the with the with the political talking points that are going all throughout the point, all over Twitter, all over Facebook, everywhere. Gun reform, this. Oh, if it's not gun reform, oh, it's a mental health issue. Let me explain why it's a mental health issue, right? You know, let me let me try to convince you of why it's a mental health issue and why it couldn't be anything but either a mental health issue or we just need common sense gun reform. Either way, it could not be anything but a mental health issue or a common sense gun reform. But I I just want to let you, it's it really really shows guys and how how much they really care because if these guys really really cared they would be bringing up the Texas we would still be talking about the Las Vegas shooting right now trying to get to the bottom of what really really happened but as you know as you know with the media the way the media works when they get told to shut the fuck up when the sheriffs and apparently I have a feeling uh, this clip I'm about to get to um, and this is an MSNBC clip guys um, but I think the sheriffs are being told to keep their mouth shut when it comes to this shooting. Because the U.S. Marshals that were there, they were acting very, very funky all throughout that, all throughout the time of the shooting. And I also want to include this, guys, because this is another information, uh, piece of information that you guys need to know. Okay, the mainstream media is not going to tell you about this. They don't want to include this. They don't want you to start putting two and two together and make you kind of realize that there may or may not have been another shooter that was active and was actually may have been an agent within himself. And then he formed in with other police agents. I don't know. I don't know. But another piece of information. So, guys, um, two weeks before the Utadalia, Texas shooting. I want you guys to know this. Two weeks prior to the Texas Utadalia rampage, they did hold um, a school shooter scenario at the Utadalia school. They did indeed hold a school shooting scenario at that school two weeks prior to this actually happening. Now, um... Not saying, not saying there's, you know what I mean. There's some links there, but I, I am going to say, guys, that a lot of the information that's coming out, it doesn't make any sense. Anywhere from the uh, 12 minute span of from when he crashed his car, and the police were informed that he crashed his car, and he was out there with a gun. They're not being clear about whether or not they engaged him within those 12 minutes, and that's when he ran to the school. And they're not being truthful about the officer that was engaged by the suspect there's something very very funky going on with this school shooting and the sheriffs out in texas right now for some reason for some god knows reason they are not being full frontal they're not telling the truth about what's going on and you can kind of tell that uh in this um in this clip but let's get to this right now guys because um we do have some other news that i want to get to but um i when it all comes down to it, guys, I want—I really, really want to um, cover the Utadalia, Texas shooting as much as I possibly can. Because after all, guys, 
if we're really, really going to try to, if we're really, really going to try to um, fix these problems, right? Then the, you know, details matter. Um, you know, details matter. They really, really do. You know, we can't just fix a problem and say, okay, well, we'll fix this problem. We'll put something on there. We'll put a label on there that's such a broad prospect like mental health. You put a label like mental health on gun reform, you're going to have tyranny before you know it. And it is a fact. So let's get to this clip right here, guys. Let's get to this MSN clip where they're just lying their asses off. And let's get to it. The question is this, was there a school officer on campus and was that school officer armed because that's what we've been told? So at this time, no, no, there was not an officer readily available armed, no. Was there an officer? No, nothing, nothing. I can't answer that yet. I'll circle back with you again. As we do that investigation, we have all these questions we want to answer. So but I'll, I'll get back with you, sir. There was no officer at all, or maybe he's not sure. Who are they interviewing? Now, um, this uh, this uh, this short little clip that I just played, guys. They, uh, the the news anchor, the uh, pedophile news anchor, um, goes on uh, by I by I implementing that the police the police were the reasons were were, were the cause why these children died. Um, that's, that's more of the, uh, that, that, that's, that's more of the division. That's more of the, you know, you can't trust cops. So cops are horrible. You know what I mean? And I hate, I hate how MSN and mainstream media get, you know what I mean? But that's, that is exactly what they do. You know what I mean? They, they want to make sure that it's, it's anybody's fault, but the mainstream media and the government's fault. It's anybody's fault, but the mainstream media and the government's fault right now. They know for a fact that a lot of these mass shootings are literally being caused by mass media, by mainstream media. They're being caused by pharmaceutical companies, all these pills that are jacking them up on. They've convinced parents left and right that if they can't control their kid, then give them a pill. They've convinced parents left and right that if you can't control your kid, then God knows you're doing, you're not, you're not doing anything wrong because, oh my God, you're just a parent. You're not doing anything wrong. Well, maybe your kid just has some problems. You know what I'm saying? They convince parents, they convince you every single time well either way it's if it's not your fault it's somebody else's fault and then if it is your fault then you need to work on ways to get out of that you know you need to work on ways to make sure that someone else gets blamed for your bigotry for your downfalls instead of uplifting yourself and realizing that you're you can turn your downfall into an uplifting but no so mainstream media is going out of their way right now to point a big, big finger at the police and, and incline that it is that that is their that is their fault. Now, whether or not. Listen, guys, I'm not going to if there is one supporter of the police, it's definitely me. So I'm not going to get into um, what what the police should have done, what they didn't do and all this and that, because you know what? You weren't there. All, those parents were there. They were getting tased and beaten. By the way, you know what I'm saying. But I, I, I'm a, I, I, I wasn't there. Oh, and, and you know, thank God for that, man. Because you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Right now, um, those police would not be able to hold me back. I'm not. I'm not a tough guy or anything, guys. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not a. I'm not. Um, I'm kind of a big. I'm, I'm honestly kind of a big geek. Kind of a big pussy. But um. 
thank God that did not happen where my child my where my child goes to school because that that shit that shit's not gonna happen. You guys are gonna hold me back and sit there and and, and sit there and, and and wait until the school shooter kills the kids and then ten minutes later that's when you want to send your SWAT team in or and, and you know what's uh you know what's really really worse because I want to get to this clip as well, um and, and it's and it's the sheriff explaining um what he needs. Now the tech, the, the sheriffs out in Texas and probably all across the board right now are, are, are in the middle of a brand new, uh, of, the, of a brand new gun grab of their own. Only they're not taking guns, they're buying guns. And what do I mean by that? I, I mean the, the Texas. So what I, what do I mean by that? Um, I, I mean the, the U.S., the, the sheriffs out in Texas are actually calling for, Money to have to obtain because they're, they're acting like they don't have military or uh, military military type of a military type of equipment. One of the sheriffs is actually saying, "Oh, we need body armor. We need heavy rifles. We need this. We need that. We don't have any of that." Well, that's that's so far from the fucking truth. Most sheriffs, most police, all have some type of AR-15 in their car. All cops have body armor of some time. And if you want to go tactical, most police have have access to some type of tactical or military gear. And if they don't have access to it, then what the fuck are you doing being a cop? No, I mean, that's just how I feel about it. I don't know. That's not to say that every cop's going to be able to afford it. I'm not saying that, but you know what I mean? Like, the idea that the police are um, using the excuse to say, oh... We don't have the type of gear to, we didn't have the type of gear to go in there and fix or, or stop the, the mass psychotic murderer from killing the children. We only have the gear for it when after he's killed the children, you see, he's got to kill the children and then we'll become Superman. We'll go in there and we'll take care of business. But by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to include this, by the way. Um, guess what? A rogue border patrol agent went in there and shot his ass down. It took a rogue border patrol agent to go in there and shoot that cocksucker down. But I, uh, let's get over to Bandot video, guys, because there is something I want to get to. And um, what I what what we are getting to over here at Bandot Video, spitting ready to go over there, is a Texas school safety trainer, and um, he is going to lay out a little bit more, maybe best than I can. I always want to give some other voice, uh, you know what I mean, some other people. Uh, hear other opinions. So let's go over to him. Well, first of all, I'd like to say that uh, we're still in the very, very early stages of the, the investigation, right? So there's new facts coming out literally every hour, every day, right? So uh, what we're hearing right now is just as you alluded to um, at the intro, and that is that um, it now appears that some kind of contact was made with the shooter uh, by law enforcement before he went into the, the school. And then somehow he managed to enter the school, enter a classroom, and then potentially lock that door or somehow barricade that door to where law enforcement couldn't immediately go in after him. Um, the other thing is that I'm hearing is that, uh, you know, at first we were led to believe that this guy ran into school and just started shooting. But now they're saying that he may have been in that classroom for upwards of 30 to 45 minutes, not killing, uh, while law enforcement kind of treated it as a barricaded uh, subject type call rather than an active shooter call. 
right? And uh, if that's the case, then um, obviously that's going to have to be looked at and, and we're going to have to look at in the future uh, how we deal with that in law enforcement. will be describing it for all of you. But we're here to get the facts on what happened Monday afternoon in Uvalde, Texas. I wanted to get my friend who's a, a school safety trainer for the police, but also does it for courthouses, you name it, Tim Enlow in on Monday and Tuesday, but he said he wanted to get more facts. Uh, at first, the media said that they State police were chasing him with the Border Patrol, and then he crashed the vehicle, ran the school, started shooting people. That's not the case. He went and barricaded himself in a classroom behind an armored door, was holding hostages. That's confirmed, but it's not being pushed in the news. You have to dig to find that, and they're just saying the police just stood down, and now Biden's demonizing the police, and others are. We saw them stand down at Parkland a few years ago. We saw them do that, of course, 20-some years ago at Columbine, now 23 years ago. And we can always learn a lot from this, but it's not the police fault. It's evil people's fault. And it's not the gun's fault. It's psycho's fault. And just like the white supremacist, he said he was going to shoot up a school. He said he was going to attack people. He'd been red flagged. Nothing was done. So Tim Enlow uh, is here with us to talk about this. Uh, and he can give you what his sources are telling him and what is known. And so, again, if the police do something bad, we will be the first to tell you. Police aren't perfect. Everything needs to be up to scrutiny, including us. That keeps us you know, on our toes and helps be better people. Uh, but changing this on to the police, away from the psycho, uh, is, is, is garbage, my view. So, so Tim, uh, uh, take over wherever you'd like to start with the information you have and what happened here. Well, first of all, I'd like to say that uh, we're still in the very, very early stages of the, the investigation, right? So there's new facts coming out literally every hour, every day, right? So, but what we're hearing right now is just as you alluded to um, at the intro, and that is that um, it now appears that some kind of contact was made with the shooter uh, by law enforcement before he went into the, the school. And then somehow he managed to enter the school, enter a classroom, and then potentially lock that door or somehow barricade that door to where law enforcement couldn't immediately go in after him. Um, the other thing is that I'm hearing is that, uh, you know, at first we were led to believe that this guy ran into school and just started shooting. But now they're saying that he may have been in that classroom for upwards of 30 to 45 minutes, not killing. Uh, while law enforcement kind of treated it as a barricaded uh, subject type call rather than an active shooter call, right? And uh, if that's the case, then um, obviously that's going to have to be looked at and, and we're going to have to look at in the future uh, how we deal with that in law enforcement. Because again, they're hardening the facilities to keep these, these crazy people, these, these demon terrorists out, but then they can actually use that hardening once they're in to keep the police out. That's exactly right. And and unfortunately, I think what we're probably going to see and, and uh, what I'm hearing is that at least the very initial uh, off, off 
officers that were on scene that they probably did not have the breaching equipment that they needed to immediately breach that door. That's right. They had to find a teacher with a key while he's shooting reportedly through the door. Right. And so obviously that's problematic, right? Um, we're going to have to look at, and you know, there's already, and you've covered it for the last few days, right? There's all these outcries about, oh, we need to do something, gun control, the usual drivel that we hear from the left when this happens. But what we're really dealing with here is not taking things away. What we need to do is give more and for example, the law enforcement, they need more equipment. The, for every law enforcement officer should have a breaching tool in his car. Um, that, battering ram. Well, either battering ram or some kind of, uh, you know, like oh, the, the, some, the kind of, guns, right, some kind of pry bar. All right, so I got to stop this real quick. So this is the same thing I was just telling you about. The police have this type of equipment. And the idea that we are trying to give right now, this is where I, I had to stop this, you know, because I'm I'm a great supporter of a band out video. I'm actually, you know, what I mean, I'm, um, you know, on one of their shows uh, from time to time. But this is where I got to stop this. The idea that we need to give more military equipment to the police is the exact opposite of what we should really, really be doing. It does nothing. For the children, what is giving more of these battering rams to the police? What is giving more of this equipment to the police really, really doing for the children? Are these police going to be at school all the time with the battering rams and all this and sh all this and that? No, they're going to be in your neighborhood kicking your fucking door down because you said something, made a post, said something political that the establishment does not like. So I, I, I that's why I want to stop this. I, I really wanted to stop that right then and there because that's where they're getting it fucked up, at least in my opinion. That's where they're really, really getting it messed up. Why Why would we give... When, when there's so much uh, dividends, even in police unions right now, and if you don't know anything about that, just look that up. There's a big cultural shift within police unions. So the first... So my question is, is why give... An establishment that's reestablishing itself more power. Why not give the people more power to defend themselves? Give the people more training to defend themselves. Teach them more about defending themselves. Let allow them to be free again. But so the idea, I, I really wanted to stop that because the idea that oh the police don't have the right tactical gear, they don't have the, they don't have the right this. That's total malfeasance. That's bullshit. I'm gonna call for what it is. But let's go. Let's continue that. Um, you know, something that they can breach doors with, right? And with that, obviously, those officers are going to have to be trained, right? A lot of what about what the military uses, like the Delta Force, where they use a shotgun that, 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 that fires out uh, projectiles, but, but they dissipate and they breach the door that way. Right. And, and law enforcement have had breaching rounds for a long time. However, you got to keep in mind that that's not always going to be effective, okay? You have to look at was it an inward opening door? Was it an outward opening door? All those kind of things are going to uh, come into play with what kind of breaching equipment is going to be effective. And again, that takes training, um, training that the average patrol officer right now still does not usually get. Um, and let's think about, we'll come back and go through all this, Tim, and your expertise on it, which is great to have you here, and I appreciate you being here. With Imagine the police have to go in and then see all these dead kids. They're not right. the villains. 
they're 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 trying to protect us. And obviously, these police in Texas we know wanted to go in, and a border patrol guy did finally kill this 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 crazy animal. Uh, but just the media changing the subject of the police is not good. Yeah, and that's ridiculous, right? I, I mean, this guy took a grazing round. A BORTAC officer took a grazing round to the head. Um, had to get stitches in the top of his head, right? He was lucky to be alive, and he still apparently managed to put the suspect down. Um, this is not, again, this is not law enforcement's fault, uh, per se, in any way, shape, or form. However, um, it's been now 23 years, I believe, since Columbine, right? And if 19 kids and two teachers are being killed in a school, 23 years after Columbine, then we still have to make some changes. And, and those changes are, again, related to better training, better equipment, um, and maybe tactics. I don't know. But uh, we're going to have to take a hard look at this. We're going to go to break. Tim Inlow here with us. What are some of the other issues you want to walk people through? Can you talk about you know, the, the training for people, what the police are being taught? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, when I went through the train-to-trainer train course uh, at the Alert Center, which is the center here in Texas that, that teaches active shooter uh, tactics for law enforcement, um, breaching at that time for that course was not part of the curriculum, right? Breaching doors and things like that. Um, I think that's something we're going to have to look at um, to, to train the first responders in breaching, that every first uh, responder should at least have some basic breaching knowledge and breaching tools. I think we're going to have to look at that more. You know, I see, I, you know, and, and I completely agree with that. You know, I completely agree with that. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that police don't need to be more informed of... Uh, of of how how you would breach a door. That's like that's not what I'm saying at all. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't get me wrong, but this is this is where this is where um this is where I don't think it's right because once again we're giving power over to an authority to which we already know does not ha does not share allegiance to the people. And that's not to say that every police force out there is all bad. I'm not trying to say that. But when we have a structure, when we when when we have this idea that every single time this horrible stuff happens, we need to give more power to the same authorities that in some other people's and and some other people's eyes, well, they're the cause of it. In our eyes, they protect us. You know what I mean? Or, or but but we still make sure we hold them accountable. But one thing I never hear uh, never hear mentioned is why don't we give the knowledge to the people? Why don't we why don't we start teaching people on how they could breach doors? You know what I mean? If we're going to turn one group in because that's what we're really doing. All we're really doing is turning one group in into a group that can kick everyone's door down. Now the police are trained to kick your down, uh, your door down everywhere you go. You know what I mean? It's it's gonna get worse, man. I, I don't see this is. I, I don't think giving. God, you know, you know what? Um, I, I I'm getting my words mixed up. Let me just say this: I don't think giving the uh, more power or more training to the same uh, some of the same police forces that are supposedly so racist, right? You know what I mean? If you're on the left side and if you're on the right side of the thing, well, I don't think we should give more power to the police force that may or may not be kicking down your fucking door to take your guns away, take you out for FEMA camp, shoot you and your family. You know, what are we doing? Why is it that we always want to give power to the authorities, the same authorities that are in control of our lives and that do not care about our lives? I don't care if you're on the left or the right side. 
So why do we continue to do that? This is the only thing I do not understand one little, little bit. I understand the mentality. I, under, I understand why that would be effective for the police forces. I'm not saying I'm all the way against it. But what I am against is just putting the people out because the people are the ones that suffered. The parents are the ones that are suffering. Suffering. And that's not to say the police aren't suffering. They're not the bad guys. And it's jackasses on mainstream media that are pointing that out. But I have to include this. Not just that I have to include this, but it's a different perspective and it's another perspective that we need to be aware of. Because if it is the authorities that are going to be kicking down our doors, why the fuck are we going to start training them to kick down doors? Well, because uh, t uh, because um, school shootings only happen once, you know, because they're not because they only happen once in a great while, and it's a very tragic thing when they happen. But stabbings, car wrecks, they have. Man, someone probably just died literally while I was describing this. Probably just died in a car wreck right now. But we're not banning cars. We're not educating police on how how um how to steal a car the fastest way because then you can get the car away from the person. You know, like, just keep it in mind. You know, just keep this in mind, guys. That's all I'm trying to say. So let's go back to it. More importantly, though, again, uh, we'll be right back. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the footage of at least 14 minutes after they knew that there was a shooter inside of Parkland High School in Florida a few years ago. Cruz, the shooter, and they didn't go in. They definitely stood down. And that's terrible. It happened for almost an hour at Columbine. And the answer is we can't expect police to always be there and protect us. It's not their job to protect us. They try to. Their job in the Constitution is to enforce the law of you know, arrest people, take them to jails for the court system and the juries. Uh, so we don't know all the details, but it is confirmed by the state police, by the local police of Border Patrol, that he was in a barricaded position inside a classroom holding people hostage. We have other people saying, oh, they heard he came in and said, you're all gonna die and sort of shooting people. Well, how do they know that if they all died? We'll find out what happened here. The issue is they're blaming the gun owners, they're blaming the Second Amendment, and taking guns away from law-abiding people we know won't work. Look at the cities where they're taking the guns. Look at Venezuela with a much higher crime rate with guns than us, or Mexico, they had a massacre that I've got here in the stack we'll be getting to. But, you know, Tim, you're a humble guy, but you've been in the Army, the Marines, Blackwater, a bunch of other agencies. You've been a police officer in Austin, and, and you train all the time uh, major police departments on this. And next hour, we get some of the actual training that goes on. But we'll get back into the latest info we have. And I'm not here in some worship the police brown-nosing position, uh, because I know the police have their own problems. The globalists are trying to demonize police departments to take them over, so then we really will have a problem, uh, you know, like the police in, in, in globalist-controlled countries. But just as a father, because I know you've got ch children like I do, older ones, younger ones like I do, and it, it, it obviously hits you in the guts. You know, some of your children just had a graduation yesterday. My five-year-old daughter just turned five on Cinco de Mayo. She just had her graduation today. You look at this, you just can't imagine somebody doing this and executing children. And again, let's not forget, that's who did this. And you can't expect a plumber to come to your house and fix the pipe in an hour. Imagine police showing up and they don't even know what's going on. And they're told there's a guy barricaded in with children. 
then that process happens. The image of them tasering people and arresting people trying to break in, I don't blame those parents either. This is a mess, but it's the evil guy that caused this. But just getting into training or getting into any points you want to make, Tim, because, you know, I'll just take over here, uh, about as a real professional expert that's seen war zones, you name it, trains police for this type of stuff, what what your best understanding is and just other points you'd like to impart to folks. Well, again, I, I think the biggest thing I'm seeing, and, and uh, I didn't tell you this before the show, but uh, I actually wrote uh, my kid's uh, superintendent yesterday, right? Because he issued an email about the shooting and everything. And, you know, it was the standard, oh, you know, we're so sorry about, about what happened. Our hearts go out. And then he mentioned an increased police presence possibly at the school for the next few days. Well, their idea of a, an increased uh, police presence was an officer pretty much in plain clothes with just a pistol um, that was inside the school kind of walking around, right? And again, this is goes to equipment and it goes to mindset. What I'm constantly seeing still is that we're afraid in this country for an officer to be walking around with an assault rifle in a school. Why? Because it freaks, you know, they, they think it's going to freak parents out. Well, we know statistically that'll scare the perps away that, no, right. these are places that a death by cop go die like a devil, kill a bunch of kids, be famous. They just advertise like a neon sign. This is the place to come. Right. That's exactly right. And, and listen, I think, you know, again, we don't have all the facts. We don't know if the police couldn't get into the classroom. We don't know if the shooter shot right away, but because there's conflicting reports on that, right? But what we do know is that every single report so far has said that the shooter was in a barricaded, some type of barricaded position when they were engaging him, right? Now, the important thing to remember here is this, right? Uh, a gunfight, what, what I like to always tell people, if somebody has a knife, I'm going to try to bring a gun to that fight, right? I'm not going to try to fight a guy a knife with a knife. Um, if he has a knife, I'm going to bring a gun. If he has a handgun, I want to have a rifle. If he, you know, and, and so forth. So putting police officers in with just a handgun and, and expecting them to come out winning against guys with assault rifles, it's not that it can't be done. It can be done if those officers are trained properly. However, and if they have an STI staccato that shoots as good as an AR-15, but it definitely makes the job harder, right? It definitely makes the job. Harder. They're not a sponsor. They should be. We both have those guns. We can shoot small targets at like 50 to 100 yards. Those all day long. Yeah, there's a like, lot well, of handguns I mean, out there today that are very accurate. But again, um, when you're talking about a round that goes 900 feet per second versus a round that goes, you know, 2,600 feet, body per armor is going to stop a nine millimeter. Right. Exactly. Right. So there's all these different reports again that some officers may have shot at him but he still made it into the school and again what's the best thing for him to have then what would be the best firearm well, again, I, I think in for school security, I think these officers need to have AR-15s, absolutely, and not locked away in some locker somewhere, but they need to have them on their person. Right? And they're big boys. They can carry them around on their back. Absolutely. Absolutely, right? And I think that should be standard. And more importantly, first of all, not all schools have, still don't have uh, school resource officers or police officers stationed at the schools. It's time that changes. Every school in America needs to have an armed trained security officer or police officer. Well, I went to a little tiny private Christian school my daughter goes to, and for the first time ever, they had an armed security guard out there. That's right. Right. And, and again, in this day and age... Do you believe we have to protect our children from these demons? 
it's a shame. But look, this is this is not nothing new, right? And you look at Israel. Israel has had armed guards at their schools for decades. They've had jihadis targeting schools for exactly. thirty years. And and they learned early on that the best way to deter Arm that is to have someone with an assault rifle standing in front of that school or you know on that school property. And nobody makes a big deal about it when the teacher's got an Uzi in her desk. Exactly. And I never have teachers killing the kids with the Uzi. Yeah, and again, in, in this country, we want to make excuses, but what we don't want to do is make sure that our teachers, our police officers have the proper training and have the proper equipment to deal with these kinds of situations. Isn't this the reason to have the Second Amendment, that the, the, the society's degrading and degenerating and Absolutely. producing? Absolutely, yeah. And, and again, if you look at, you know, the, the Bortak officer that, that shot, that's the, reportedly anyway, shot the guy, from what I'm reading, he was off duty. He was off duty when this happened. He heard the call on the radio, he geared up, and he made a straight beeline for that school uh, to see if he could help out, right? So, again, and that's good, because while they were sitting outside thinking it might you know, be a hot situation, he was the guy reportedly going, the, the guy was barricaded, shooting at him through the door. Right. So, so there is an issue with the police milling around outside waiting for orders. I think that's the bureaucracy. Well, well, you train people in this. What would you have done? I know you don't want a Monday morning, Monday morning quarterback this time. Right, that's tough. But here, here's the thing. I think I think what we all need to need, need to come to the realization of is that if there is a report or if a subject is seen going into a school armed, it doesn't matter at that moment if he's shooting or not. That suspect has to immediately be confronted by law enforcement. Well, I think if you're going into school with a gun, out with it openly, menacing, that you seem to be killed. Well, and again, you know, there, there's every state has laws uh, for, for for citizens and for police as far as how to deal when deadly force is authorized, right? But again, I think I think the uh, empirical data now is such that no one goes into a school brandishing an AR-15 with good intentions. Okay, and I think we need to realize that, and the police need to be trained to respond to that. And again, we don't know yet if this is going to be a training issue, whether or not they were waiting uh, because they didn't hear gunshots immediately, or whether the suspects started shooting and they couldn't get in. We don't know. But that's right. So all the second guessing of the facts are in. Uh, by the left and others, it's just it's just disgusting opportunism. That's exactly right, right? But again, I, I will just say this: twenty-three years after Columbine, there is absolutely no reason why nineteen children and two teachers should still be getting killed before the suspect is taken out. And in almost every case, they are already threatening to attack, and people are warning. This guy was reportedly running around doing all sorts of mischief, violence, shooting people with BB guns. I mean, the list goes on and on. Right. And again, if, if, you know, I don't know if the reports are accurate, but I've heard even self-mutilation, cutting his face, um, you know, being, friends were saying, right, being aggressive mm -hmm. toward female staff where, where he worked uh, briefly, things like that. These are all warning signs. And again, it goes back to people have to speak up. Right. If you have a suspicion about someone, if someone really seems off, there's nothing wrong with speaking out and saying, hey, somebody needs to check this guy out. I'm not saying this is staged. I don't believe it was staged. I'm just saying we're going into the midterms, and now all this is starting to happen. It's 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 just demonic. Like what? It's weird. 
Well, and, and the other thing I would caution is that one of the things we always see after large attacks like this copycats. Um, is copycats, right? So I think law enforcement needs to be prepared. I think uh, civilians should be very, uh, you know, aware of their surroundings. Everybody should be on alert. That's exactly right. You need to be paying attention. You know, when I walked, when I dropped my kid off at school again, you know, um, I was checking out every single thing that I could, you know, because again, um, it's not uncommon for people to see this other mentally ill people people to see this and want to make a name for it. And that's it. There's always been mentally ill people, but the media hyping school shootings, that major studies are going to stack today, 100% causal connection to when there is an event, more events come, and when the media hypes it forever, they're like hoping it happens again. And that's exactly right, because for them it's ratings. It's ratings, it's coverage, right? So um, it's a shame that it's that way, but... Uh, Tim, Tim, stay there. Let's talk about some of the security at schools and how you think it can be improved. And hour number three, stay with us. Okay. FreeWorldOutlet.com. That is a very important URL for InfoWars supporters that want to get great products and save massively. FreeWorldOutlet.com is an amazing organization that we have partnered with who is helping us purchase more products in the future so they can sell our products at a greater discount than you'll normally find at InfoWarsStore.com. FreeWorldOutlet.com is amazing. We're partnered with them. And things like DNA Force Plus that have been sold out at InfoWars Store, it's available there. Things like X2 being sold at full price, 40% off at FreeWorldOutlet.com and so much more. Here's some of the others. Knockout Sleep Support, 50% off. Brain Force Plus, 50% off. Ultimate Bone Broth, 50% off. And so many other specials you won't find anywhere else but FreeWorldOutlet.com. FreeWorldOutlet.com and keep InfoWars in the air while getting great products. So that's who these people are. They've all got armed guards, but they don't want you to have a right to a Second Amendment, even though statistically, guns stop crime dozens. More than dozens, 20, 30, 40% times more than they're used in crime. It's just insane, just like when an Islamist uses a truck to run somebody over. Tim Enlow is a school safety training expert for the police. He also trains police for courthouse security, you name it. And there is a timeline. The state police on Monday sit lay out a timeline, and now that timeline, the LA Times and others have looked into it, they're saying it's accurate, uh, and other news agents are reporting it. Tim and Lowe, why don't you go over the timeline of what we know now that indeed he did barricade himself in. So the latest uh, report, which was posted about an hour ago, says that uh, at 11.32 a.m., uh, he did exchange gunfire, or gunfire was exchanged outside the school, and then he managed to get into school, and then the latest report says uh, at around 11.43 a.m., he's reported killed. Um, so we're looking at probably around 11 minutes uh, from the time uh, he was shooting or there was gunfire outside the school until reports are in that, that he's been put down. And again, we don't know if those reports are 100% accurate, uh, but it certainly gives a more definitive timeline than what we've had so far. And uh, unfortunately, 11 minutes is a long time. It is a long time, uh, but so we'll have to learn more as this unfolds. Absolutely, yeah. And, and again, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, what kind of equipment the first officers who contacted them had them, 
what, what kind of equipment they had. Did they have rifles? Did they only have handguns? Um, how far away were they? You know. But for me, the most problematic thing is uh, multiple reports are saying he somehow entered a back door to the school, which was open. And in this day and age, I don't understand why schools aren't making sure throughout the day that all their doors are properly secured. Um, Alex, if you know, I have a refrigerator at home. If I leave that door open on the refrigerator for more than 10 seconds, it starts beeping. So you would think, and that's a refrigerator, so you would think at schools there should be some kind of little alarm system on the doors where if a door is accidentally left ajar, left open, that a small alarm sounds, right, so that the teachers know. Well, I mean, why not do what's at my house? Why not have a fence with a gate, and then whoever's authorized to have even that first level of entry has it? Because almost every time it's not a parent, it's not a teacher, it's not somebody that works there, it's somebody from outside. What about the simple thing of a fence around the schools? As you pointed out, they can harden the actual school with all the port portable buildings and all right. the trailers they put up. That doesn't work. Right. And, and that's the other thing, right? We have so many portable buildings now at schools uh, because schools don't have the funds to build hard building or they don't have the space or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, I do agree that any barriers that, that you can in place are going to help. Uh, so I think it is time to maybe think about some kind of fencing around school properties and things like that to help people, uh, you know, keep these properties secure. But here's the biggest issue for me. They kill their mother, they kill their grandmother, they're, they're, they're into Satanism, they're into the occult, they're into self-harming. They always wear all black. It, it's always the same M.O. Like Cruz in Florida at Parkland for several years he was kicked out. They called him the school shooter. He was always threatening to do it. He was kicked out at the time. So the, the white supremacist in Buffalo, he, he was threatening to attack the school. They'd come and visit him. The same thing with um, Adam Lanza and, and Sandy Hook. The CIA and FBI had come visit him for hacking, and they knew all this, and he got a gun illegally. It's like, I mean, it's a certain type of whacked-out incel person that does this. Uh, I agree, and I think that's another issue that needs to be looked at is <laughs> that of that. Uh, profiling, and by profiling I mean, you know, you... Adam Lanza and, and Sandy Hook, the CIA and FBI had come visiting for hacking, and they knew all this and he got a gun illegally. It's like, I mean, it's a certain type of whacked out incel person that does this. Uh, I agree, and I think that's another issue that needs to be looked at is that of uh, profiling, and by profiling I mean, you know, you have somebody who obviously has mental health issues, what tools are we going to give to law enforcement to make sure that they can properly screen and assess that person to determine whether or not they pose a threat, and, uh, and that may take maybe mental health professionals now working within the police department that may take uh, more training for the police officers i don't But the mental health crisis in this country is going to guarantee that we're going to continue to see shootings and mass murder like this. And look at the individuals that did this. I mean, these are obvious psychotics. 
Yeah. And look, there, there were abuses in the, in the mental institutions of the U.S., no doubt. But after the one who flies over the cuckoo's nest in the 70s, they just got rid of them. Exactly. And so you see them all over the street corners everywhere. Right. Yeah, we don't institutionalize uh, mentally ill people anymore, um, and that's one of the problems that we're having. But more importantly, even you know the, the whole selling idea on that was, oh, we're going to do community-based treatment, but there is no treatment. There's no follow-up. That's right, because you know? crazy people get guns and do things. We're not at fault, right. especially when almost every time the red flags are all there and nothing's done. That's exactly right. Like, put, put, put that back on screen. Six of the most famous mass shooters. And I mean, well, there's there's a dozen or more of them. Yeah. I mean, look at them. And if you look in their look eyes, look at them. Not, I mean, my God, you wouldn't let that person cook you a hamburger. Right. You would not. I mean, these people. I mean, look at them. They're demons. Yeah. And again, uh, screening and proper assessment, threat assessment of these individuals is something that is seriously lacking. They're suicidal, drug addict, crazy people into the occult and every time shoot em up games. And every time I point that out, people go, well, don't be against video games. I play that. You're not a psycho. You can play a shoot em up right. game. You can play a military game. It's the M.O. It's the criminology. It's the psychology. I mean, we have a absolute profile on these people. I've never seen a profile so so clear and clear cut, Tim. Right. And, and again, you know, apparently this guy was contacting people, sending pictures out of his weapons uh, to people who didn't even know him, right? Like on Facebook and things like that, like, oh, you know, sending pictures of his AR-15s he had just purchased and things like that. And again, uh, while posting a picture in and of itself is not a threat of any kind, right? But when some person you've never heard of or seen before suddenly sends you a picture of a gun, right? Uh, you got to start asking some questions like, who are you? Why are you sending me these pictures? What, what, you know? And it just seems like a lot of things once again fell through the cracks. And that's the pattern we see in all these shootings. It's not about the gun. It's that, that has nothing to well, do with it. And now it's coming out. He did cut himself. He did threaten Right. Him. It's all the missed signs along the way. And nobody is focusing on that. And nobody is working on how to properly assess these signs in the future to prevent these kind of tragedies. And again, they're depressed, mentally ill people. And the media advertises school shootings. So now on the menu of options, suicide by cop, kill yourself. What, no, I'll just go kill kids at school. Yeah. And it's an option being put in people's heads. It's mind control. We'll be right back. Final segment with Tim and Lowe. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. And uh, we must ask, when in God's name will we do what needs to be done to not completely stop, fundamentally change the amount of the carnage that goes on in this country? To state the obvious... Corey and a lot of other people here, I'm sick and tired. I'm just sick and tired of what's going on. It continues to go on. I spent my career as chairman of the Judiciary Committee and as vice president working for common sense gun reforms. As I said, as a senator and a vice president. Well, they clearly will not prevent every tragedy. We know certain ones will have significant impact and have no negative impact on the Second Amendment. Second Amendment is not absolute. When it was passed, you couldn't own a, you couldn't own a cannon. Yeah, you could. Tim Enloe is a veteran, a patriot, is an American, is a Texan. What's your response to that? 
Yeah, it's absolutely hogwash. Uh, the Second Amendment makes no restrictions, actually. Uh, it just says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's that could be a nuclear weapon, but we're not saying. But yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, and again, it's just this is every single time there's a shooting in this country, we see the dishonest politicians come out and use it as an opportunity, whether it's Beto or Biden or, you know, whoever. And, uh, and again, what we don't see them do is saying, hey, give us the after-action report from the police, and hey, police, what made your job harder when you ran into this incident, and what can we do to help you to make sure that in the future you have an easier time dealing with this kind of situation? That's what... Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Thank you very much for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I am your host, Leonardo. We are in a brand new, uh, brand new segment called Blaze and we're covering this um, U- the Utah Daily Texas shooting. Um, we are also going to kind of look into. I, so I, apparently, I, I just want to say this: it is disgusting to me on how everyone literally pays attention to that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. It is disgusting. That's why I'm not even going to touch base on it. I did one time. I actually think I played a video of it. But um, let's get back. Uh, let's get back into this. Um, this uh, Texas school safety trainer, um, uh, Tim Inwell, really a great guy. A really a gr- a great guy, and has a lot of knowledge. And you can actually tell that he's trying his hardest to. Um, be as unbiased as he can, you know what I mean? Which we all should do, especially when we're talking about the right to self-defense, you know what I mean? Your right to bear arms. Um, the second, you know, the, like, like I said, there's, there's stuff in the Second Amendment that really has nothing to do with, um, let's just say, uh, you know, your, um, not your right to self-defense. I'm, I more or less want to say it's more or less your right to overthrow the government. That's what the Second Amendment is really, really about. That's why it's so dangerous. And that's not to say that you know, the Second Amendment doesn't fall in line with self-defense. I'm not saying that at all. But, yeah, um, you can really tell this guy, uh, Tim Inwell, is you know, a really great guy, man. Um, but you can really tell he's got some really great insight. And um, uh, there's a couple things I don't agree with, one of them being um, the – giving power or giving more power, giving more um, training to the same authorities and giving them the training to kick in doors and stuff like that. Like I'm 100% sure, and this just is my opinion, I'm not saying that that training may or may not, does not, does not need to come into play. But what I am saying is the people really need to start taking more responsibility for fuck's sakes. You know what I mean? We're not taught anything about that. We're not taught to take responsibility as an adult and be like, you know, we are adults. We do have kids. Shouldn't we uh, learn some type of self-defense? Shouldn't we know how to put out a fire if it starts? Shouldn't we know how to um, uh, fight uh, fight, fight, fight a, a gang off if there's a lot of them? Then how, how do you fight them off? You know what I mean? Well, you could carry a firearm for fuck's sakes. You know what I mean? Excuse my language, but we're trained so much. And this is, uh, this is why I kind of don't agree with um, the police being given more uh, military uh, military tactics and all this and that why, why not educate the people and give and tell the people you know what ultimately it's really your responsibility okay it's a known fact that the police are not going to be able to get there for your punk ass right and excuse my language again but i mean come on now guys so like it's it's that's a known fact you know what i mean it's a known fact that you're better off carrying a gun especially women nowadays and all across the board women and, and i don't know if you guys have looked at the statistics lately but women are getting are starting to become are starting to get um 
raped a lot more. It's starting to happen a lot more, and it, and it has a lot to do with the culturalism of it, the victimhood of it. it has a lot to do with a different, you know, a different other things. You know what I mean? Obviously, um, but I'm not really gonna get uh, too much into that. But what I am saying, guys, is why not actually tell the people, tell the people that we need to start being more responsible and actually learn these things for ourselves? Because I guarantee, if parents were actually able to really feel um, or not feel uh, really if parents were actually uh, able and they are should I say not really able should I say if they were educated on how to prevent situations like mass school shootings just imagine how fast any school shooting in the future and in the present just how fast that shit would have uh, uh, ended you know what I mean if you educate parents listen man you educate yourself on how to fight and how to shoot on how to and how to kick in a door, right? You know what I mean? Because hey, we're we're in a crazy world. This might happen again. So why not actually tell parents you guys need to take more responsibility and educate yourselves and how to defend yourself. Stop relying on someone else to do it. And this is and and, the, and these are the certain things you know on band uh, band dot video and on Subliminal Message Studios on a brand new segment called Blaze It. Um, these are the things that you're gonna. You're really, really, really going to have to ask yourself. I mean, you're not going to be able to re rely on the mainstream media to really, really even uh, think or even, even they, they won't even, their puny little minds won't even grasp these thoughts because they don't really care about you. This is just entertainment to them. But to us, guys, it's really, really about giving you the real news. So let's go back to um, our good man, Tim Manuel and uh, Alex Jones. Let's go back to him. What we don't see from the politicians. They just say it's a problem that can't be fixed till we take all your guns. But I've got stacks of articles here. New massacres just as big in Mexico where the citizens can't own guns. Right. And, you know, somebody just uh, during the break sent me a uh, sent me a, uh, a slide and it showed the difference between these shootings where there was an armed good guy present who acted versus uh, where people called 911 and waited for a police to respond. And in every single one. The difference in the amount of carnage is like unbelievable, right? Well, how many churches? It was one even in South Texas a few years ago. That's who that's right. I stopped them. That, that one is on there. That one is on that slide. Send it, send it, send it to me. I'll send it to the guys. Yeah, we'll show absolutely. It. Yeah. So, so again, th this is this is what we're dealing with, right? Is that this dishonest discourse by the politicians? Well, there's also this idea while you're sending that that the world's got to be perfect with seven and a half billion people. When, yeah, there's places where they don't have any gun crime, but the government kills millions of people every time. Exactly. Venezuela, the citizens can't own guns, but the government's murdering millions of people. It's all on record. Right. So, so yeah, there was no gun crime in communist China when Mao killed 100 million people. Right. So there's like a dozen shootings on this slide, right, uh, where, where someone who was armed, a good guy was armed and present. Send it to and, him. I sent it to them. Right. I, I just sent it to him. And, you know, the most the most people that were shot in, in, a, in a situation like this were nine. Now you go to where there was no person armed, a good guy present armed uh, and who acted and who call, and they waited to call 911. And now the biggest number like was the Pulse nightclub. So you're looking at 102 people shot. Right. So nine people versus 102 people. And, and that's just one example. Right. Like if you go down the list where they called 911, it's 34 people, 102 people, 34, 22, 47, 70, 28, 31, 
46, 43, 46 again, right? And on the on the other side, when there was somebody, a good guy that was armed and acted, now the highest number is nine, but then it immediately drops down to four, uh, five, two, one, and one, right? Like, it, it's just, there's a huge difference there. So, again, this is just dishonest discourse by Biden and them. They, we know that good guys with guns have and continue to save lives. Absolutely, and this is not an ass-kissing exercise of the police. When the police do wrong things, we're all over them. I mean, you see leftist jurisdictions like areas in Canada where they're banning free speech or things in Europe. We're against that. But in America, our police compared to other places are good, and there's a battle over who controls them. And if conservatives abandon the police and don't put in our input, the left, with all their bullying and federalization, are going to win. So that's why we can't just knee-jerk reaction just to go with the left attacking the police. No, I agree 100%, right? And, and again, what I want to see, you know, they do all these commissions, right? Like, we got the January 6th commission. We got all these uh, commissions, right? But what we don't see is a true... Uh, looking into uh, the after-action report of these situations and how to improve. Law enforcement does it internally, but on the politician side to support law enforcement and say, hey, what didn't you have that would have made a difference? Let us get that for you. That's what I don't see right now. But there is a difference because of bureaucracy and command and control. In the days of the UT Tower shooting, uh, a cop and a you know uh, janitor went up and killed a guy, and they didn't wait. They went up and did it. And and and, and so there is there is some type of bureaucracy. But I get it. It's a big giant school. How do you? I mean, I, I go to big schools sometimes to give a speech. It takes me twenty minutes to find where I'm at. Right. Imagine you just show up at a school. You've been there before. You've done drills. You do training there, but still, it's training where the guy's in this hall. He does that, but then you don't even know where he's at. Right. And, and like I said, equipment is key. Um, and, and that's why I'm a big proponent of... Tell us about the shield over here. Right. Uh, you know, uh, we have a, a bullet-resistant shield there, right, that stops rifle rounds. Again, um, we, you know, I, I, we don't have all the facts yet. But and you do pretty, drills, and, and a lot of cops came and properly use it. Right. Well, and they don't have them, right? Uh, or they weren't trained on them. Uh, I did a sheriff's department not too long ago. Um, they had two shields in their courthouse, and when I asked for a show of hands how many people had actually gone to a shield operator course, um, not a single one of them had been to a shield operator course, right? So most of them hadn't even picked it up, hadn't even picked a shield up, right? It was just sitting there. And uh, so we need good training, we need proper equipment, and we need more and more drills at these schools to prepare for these kinds of Just like of the Roman army did, that's why they were so good. Yeah, it has to be never ending because again, the bad guys always change their tactics. They learn from watching the previous bad guy and then they try to add on whatever he did and they try to sit there and we continue to see that. So law enforcement has to keep up as well. Let's show some of these images from the New York Post. Well, again, the issue isn't guns. It's not the police stopping perfect, though we can improve them, and we will. We're going to look at the, we can't wait for the surveillance footage. I can't wait. I mean, I don't want to see it, but we need to, we need to learn what actually happened with the surveillance footage. But the state police, as you said on Monday, put out a statement that's now basically being confirmed to be pretty much accurate. Uh, and so the, 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 the answer is don't be a target, folks. Don't be weak. Get a concealed carry. Learn how to use a firearm. Uh, and just understand that big public schools are the target. And so... Uh, so many public schools have good people running them. A lot of them have leftists running them. I think for me, the answer is if you can afford it, get your children out of big schools. 
Yeah, I mean, again, uh, it seems like funding is always an issue, right? They don't want to fund, but but there's ways around that, right? Like, for example, and people will volunteer to be part trained. That's exactly right, and, and you have uh, you have uh, reserve police officers, reserve deputies, there reserve constables. That's exactly. They're they're not even being paid. They volunteer their time to go in, and they would love to sit there and make a difference at a school if you give them the opportunity to. All right, Tim Enlow, thank you. As the days unfold, give us more intel. Intel, because I have a bad feeling we're going to see more of this with 166 days out from the election. Uh, it's just like clockwork. It starts happening. Who knows why it's happening? We're going to try to figure it out. I got a bunch of news, other issues to hit. The latest on the Davos uh, meeting. Just bombshells. Uh, bombshell, um, you know, um, knowledge and bombshell um, testimony. All, all throughout, man, you know, and, and like they were saying, you know, this it, it, it is a very tragic thing. You know, when these things happen, of course, you know, when these when these things happen, of course, it's a very tragic thing. It's not like it's not like no one's like gaming on this stuff, or like even even on the like it amazes me on the on the people on the left. They literally think the right just enjoys this, you know, that, and that's why we love having guns everywhere because we just enjoy having kids shot to shit. You know what I mean? It it's not. We need to stop being so divisive between each other and really start realizing we can um, educate, we can give all the military tactics to the police in the world. But if their response time is, I'll be there in the next 10 minutes, it's not going to mean anything. You know, we as we as a we as a people really need to start really need to realize whether you're on the left or the right side, we need to train ourselves. We need to train ourselves and really start and, 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 and after we train ourselves, we need to realize even more that the children are going to be here after we die. Do we want to lead them into a war? And if we are leading them into a war, then why lead children into a war untrained? I, I, you know what I mean? Like it, it's the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? So why, why, why do it? You know what I mean? Honestly, why, why do it? And uh, and if and, and, I, and I've said this once. You know what I mean? On, on a few different other shows, guys. If you guys want to know how I feel about the Second Amendment and uh, your right to carry and you know the laws on it, I, I, I'll be straight up with you. I don't think there should be any laws when it comes to carrying firearms. I don't think there should be any laws when it comes to restricting your right to buy whatever the hell you want. Do you know out in Switzerland right now, citizens can go up and buy frag grenades at gun stores. They can do it. Look it up. They can go in there, buy frag grenades, buy flash grenades. They can do whatever the hell they want. But out in Switzerland, you try that shit to see how fucking fast you're going to be, you know, see how fast you're going to die. But, um, you know, guys, all in all... All in all, um, uh, what, you know, what a, what a great show, man. All in all, what a great show, guys. So we're going to uh, go to a quick sponsor real quick, and we'll be right back. Work that I'm currently doing at DARPA, the goal has always been the same. Develop new technologies that enable humans to use their brains to change the way that they interact with others and interact with the world. And while I'm at DARPA, we're thinking very deep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is a segment, new, brand new segment called Blazing. I am your host, Leonardo alias because I do not want to uh, give my real name yet. But those of you who know me know my real name, so whatever. Um, that was Dr. Justin uh, Sanchez, and this was a, a video back in June 26, 2017. 
And uh, that he, Dr. Justin Sanchez is head face and uh, DARPA. And um, guys, I, I wanted to get to this because with all these um, mass shootings going on with this, with the most recent most uh, mass shooting, I wanted to try to not try, but I, I was I was thinking of well. Has the government ever worked on any kind of avatar programs where they have openly admitted that, uh, well, we're trying to figure out ways of controlling the human mind, literally using mind control as a weapon, literally seeking the mind to control it in a way where they can make you do exactly what they want you to do. And... um I've heard, you know, I've heard about uh, this these kind of things before, and they're still going on uh, with uh, you know Elon Musk and Neuralink and stuff like that. But I just kind of, I, I guess this is more or less a recap. And if you haven't, if you don't know about this, guys, um, so DARPA, DARPA, the Depen the Department of Defense's research arm, is paying scientists to invent ways to instantly read soldiers' minds using tools like genetic engineering of the human brain. This includes nanotechnology and infrared beams. The end goal, thought-controlled weapons, like swarms of drones that someone sends to the skies with a single thought or the ability to beam in images from one brain to another. Now, um, all, all in reality, while this, uh, while the video we were just playing was played back in 2017, this type of technology has been going on for a very long time, probably since 2014, when it was first uh, revealed that DARPA does indeed control the weather through their um, weather, weather modification. The grandfather, uh, the grandfather of that was, um, excuse me, I want to make sure I get his name right. Um, uh, the grandfather uh, really was John Van Newman. And uh, he was working with the U.S. Department of Defense that he first started his research on weather modification in the late 1940s. Now, at the height of the Cold War, um, that's when you really started to see a different modification, a weather modification take off. Now, during the Vietnam War, we used um, weather, uh, weather, uh, weather flood patterns to wipe out the NVA in certain sectors uh, out, in, uh, out in Vietnam. But getting back, uh, getting back, to um, DARPA um, and their uh, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency um, and their their um, their research and their project on controlling the mind of men and women. And like I said, this has kind of been going on since the early 2014, early 2015. But the reason why I'm covering this, guys, is because, like I said, with all these school shootings going on, is there a possibility that this technology is actually being used against the American people right now? And that's why we always want to go back in time, guys. Like, that's why I always, that is exactly why I always look back in history look back to what we've already been through because a lot of the times you you will find out that a lot of the stuff that happens in the future even in the present is something that we've seen in the past so if we can remember the past we are most certainly um most certainly we might be able to actually defeat what we are facing in the present. And I'm simply giving this information to you, not just to be conspiracy theorists, because I'm not, guys. Uh, this is actually real research that's done uh, done by DARPA, you know, along, along with, um, you know, humanoid robotic flying cars, along with uh, weather modification, along with a lot, a lot of other um, 
a lot of other scary stuff that they're not really, really giving us the knowledge of what they're really, really doing. And they, they shade it under the, um, under the umbrella of national security and what we know about national security. Usually they do that when they know they fucked up really, really bad. Excuse my language. Now, um, like, uh, like I was saying now, this, this goes along, uh, now, um, there have all, there have been breakthroughs with uh, you know uh, mind controlling and that with MK Ultra and stuff like that brain implants uh, brain implants and patients you know with physicians to monitor conditions like epilepsy and stuff like that. Now this is where it gets uh, kind of more a little more interesting. Now brain sur uh, brain surgery is too risky to justify such interfaces in able bodied people. Now current external brain monitoring approaches like electro Synphalography EEG in which electrodes are attached directly to the scalp are too inaccurate. Now DARPA is trying to spur a breakthrough in a non-invasive or minimally invasive brain computer interface. Kind of like what Elon Musk um, introduced. You know, isn't that some shit? It's, it's almost like Elon Musk was the guy was like the he was like the front face for this new brain interface technology, right? Like, what What if this uh, the brain interface technology that uh, Elon Musk is supposedly created and stuff like that, what if this was nothing but what DARPA created back in 2014 and uh, through their projects of MKUltra and the advancement of MKUltra, through their pro uh, projects of advancement through gene modification to literally literally turn frogs gay to make uh, uh men have a small it's 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 just all uh, all out there but what if elon musk is indeed just a front man and this is just nothing more but technology that they needed a front man for you know they needed somebody that would look cool for the republican side because imagine if this came out just came out uh, on on a left, you know, someone that uh, uh, that someone that was uh, you know left driven, and they were the ones that were creating this brain implementation and stuff like that. Well, goddamn, dude, everyone would start the whole antichrist thing, you know what I mean? But if they did it with a front man like Elon Musk, someone that they think everyone thinks is cool, even uh, some on the right side would say, you know, he's definitely on our uh, right side. Well, what if this is nothing but technology that DARPA has now? Sensitize to give to the human uh, populace that is of America and to the rest of the world. You know what I mean? It's not like China, the Chinese, and the Russians don't have this type of technology either. But so um, the the agency is interested in systems that can read and write to sixteen independent locations in a chunk of brain the size of a pea with a lag of no more than fifty milliseconds within four years," said Robinson. Now he's under no illusion about the scale of the challenge. Now, um, to do this, Robinson's team plans to use viruses modified to deliver genetic material into cells. See, this is a this is where it really, 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 really got um, crazy while I was reading this stuff because, uh, you know, while, you know, obviously there's still um, well, well, apparently, apparently now that this uh, school shooting just happened, once again, there's no such thing as the monkeypox virus. There's no such thing as any of that. Now it's just all about taking guns away. But watch them harp back up. 
with the monkeypox virus. And and, and I just I, I want to include this, guys, because they're not really going to sh- uh, bring the lockdowns in until the new president gets elected. You know what I'm saying? Whoever that new president is, it's not going to really, really matter. And uh, mark my words when I say that. But just imagine, guys. Um, imagine that, right? He said Robinson's team plans to use viruses modified to deliver genetic material in the cells called viral vectors to insert DNA into specific neurons that will make them produce two kinds of protein. Does that shit not sound familiar? You know, does that sound a little familiar? You know, something a little about that COVID vaccine and the spike protein attaching to your lipinoids, literally creating two kinds of protein that maximize into your immune system, therefore shutting down your immune system. And then if you get a cold, well, suddenly, oh, fuck, you're dead. You know what I mean? So, guys, um, let me get back into this. So let me just uh, uh, reread what I just read. So once again, Robinson's team plans to use viruses modified to deliver genetic material in the cells called viral vectors to insert DNA into specific neurons that will make them produce two kinds of proteins. Now, the first type of protein absorbs light when a neuron is firing, which makes it possible to detect neural activity. An external headset would send out a beam of infrared light that can pause through the skull and into the brain. Detectors attached to the headset would then measure the tiny signal that is reflected from the brain tissue to create an image of the brain. Because of the protein, the targeted areas will appear darker. When neurons are firing, absorbing light, generating a read of brain activity that can be used to work out what the person is seeing, hearing, or trying to do. Now, the second protein teethers to magnetic nanoparticles. So the neurons can be magnetically uh, magnetically stimulated to fire when the headset generates a magnetic field. This can be used to stimulate neurons so as to induce an image or sound in the patient's mind. As proof of concept, the group's plan to use the system to transmit images from the visual cortex of one person to that of another. Now, um... That, uh, that, you know, guys, and I, I can't, I, I, there's, there's a lot more. We're about ready to get into it because they go into literally being able to, uh, talk to drones and, uh, they, they're using drones as a concept of minds. You know what I mean? They're using drones as a concept of minds as if you are able to construct or implement or somehow implement something into the person's mind. You can therefore control what that person is doing by something as simple as an actual drone or another mind that is connected to that person's mind. I'm telling you guys, this shit is wild. And that's why I always go back to uh, go back and look in the past, because obviously if uh, if there's if, if Operation Avatar, if there's been an Avatar program that has been constructed and operated by DARPA, where they've directly told us, hey, we're in the we're in the midst of controlling your fucking mind and we're actually going to be able to control your mind and have another person feed thoughts into your mind. Apparently, the DARPA that is back back in 2014 was when this is just released. So we're about ready to go back into this short little video of Dr. Justin Sanchez as well. But I need it. I want to stay on subject and uh, just get back into this. So 
Now, a group of uh, a group from the nonprofit research institute, Battaglia, is taking on a more ambitious challenge. The group wants to let humans control multiple drones using their thoughts alone. While feedback about these things, acceleration and position, go directly to the brain. You believe that? What did I just say? Now, the group's plan relies specifically design on nanoparticles with magnetic cores and physio-electrical uh, electric outer shells, which means the shells can convert mechanical energy to electrical and vice versa. The particles will be injected or necessarily administrated and, magne and magnetic fields will guide them to specific neurons. When a specifically designed headset applies a magnetic field to the targeted neurons, that magnetic core will move and exert stress on the outer shell to generate an, electro, an electrical impulse that makes the neurons fire. The process also works in reverse. With electrical impulses from firing neurons converted into tiny magnetic fields that are picked up by detectors in the headset. Translating the process into controlling drones won't be simple, though, admits Sharma, but he's relishing in the challenge. Now, DARPA has laid out these plans to implement these brain implementations or this brain modification, this brain control project that they um, are, are working on. This is back in 2014, by the way, and this is when they first released it to the public. I want to include that because before you have to realize you have to realize this, ladies and gentlemen, before they release information, what is it called? What is it under? National security. So just imagine, just imagine how long this has actually been going on under the umbrella of national security. And then in 2014, they just decide to tell the public that they are in the midst of creating something like this, ladies and gentlemen. Now, um, Sharma goes on to lay out the brain is the final frontier in medical science. We understand so little of it, which is what makes it very exciting to do research in this area. Unfucking believable, guys. And they openly admit this shit, by the way, guys. Women, you know, um, fathers, grandfathers, brothers, sisters, aunts, and uncles, daughters are dead, sons are dead, children are dead, and parents are weeping right now. While this type of research goes on and uh, these type of scientists straight out tell us that, oh, yeah, the brain is the final frontier in medical science. But when they say medical science, they're not telling you that they're going to use this medical science for the benefit of humanity. If we haven't learned by now, obviously, that's not the case at all. It is not the case at all. And they're directly directly releasing information to us and telling us that we have the ability to control the human mind. And I, I've also, and like I said, guys, just what if uh, Elon Musk was nothing but the front man to this technology because DARPA was talking about this way before Elon Musk was even really, really starting on it. My suggestion is Elon Musk is nothing more than just a, nothing more than a front man for this technology, this mind control technology that may or may not be being used on the American people. I know one thing it would explain 
the crazy behavior of every single one of these mass shooters. Because let me reread something for you right here just real quick. The first type of protein absorbs light when a neuron is firing, which makes it possible to detect neural uh, neural activity. All right, now Robinson's team. Uh, my bad, that's not what I wanted to read. This is what I uh, let me reread this for you guys. Robinson's team plans to use viruses modified to deliver genetic material into cells called viral vectors to insert DNA into specific neurons that will make them produce two kinds of proteins. So just remember that. Just remember that we do have the technology, the type of technology that we can control the human brain. Why do you think Olaf Scholz or whatever, or not Olaf Scholz, why do you think uh, Yulof or whatever his name is, the um, the advisor to uh, Karl Schwab, uh, his advisor, why do you think he's out here openly admitting that, oh yeah, we're going to control the human mind. And once we control the human mind, it's over with. There's going to be no such thing as free will anymore. We are going to be the gods. You see how that works out? Parents are weeping right now because that because because children were just massacred inside of school and it is not a, a, we can't simply right now the mainstream media is making it a point to blame to blame the police for standing down when it is in fact the 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 democratical system that prevented the police from going in. They see, see, they made the police into more. They're making the police more into a tyrannical force and giving more authoritarianism and giving them more military equipment is only going to lead to our ultimate tyranny. Do you understand that? So I'm not saying uh, for a fat guy, I'm not saying this for a fat guys, but all I'm saying is whenever these school shootings happens, uh, and it's, it's, it's a tragedy whenever they do happen, whenever it does happen, I just want you guys to know, it always looks like these these school shooters or these shooters are so jacked up off, off of something. They're so mind f off of something. I don't know if the CIA is actually literally running running these projects on the American people, and that's where we're getting these school shooters from. Lord have knows, it's not like they haven't done crazy shit like this before. Maybe not directly like this. It's just because they haven't been caught yet. But Lord knows, you know what I mean? Like we. They, you know, uh, the groups in CIA, the groups in CIA have been caught, you know, running, running human trafficking children, molesting children, the Kintler experiment. Look it up. You know, uh, so I would, I would not put it beside ourselves. And we need to become aware of uh, these type of, these type of men that call themselves scientists. They're not really men. They're little pussies. You know what I mean? They're 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 little sissies. They can't get along in basic civilization, so they go out of their way to make it a point to kill everyone because, well, if they're not going to accept me, then I just want to kill everyone. I'm bitter and I'm a little bitch. Anyways... It's it's uh let, let's I also, I, I want to continue with this because there's there's quite a few more uh, more things that how am I gonna say this scare uh it's just scare the bejesus out of me so there, there there's a little more information I I, I want to get to this just listen to this guys so so the Department of Defense 
is working on avatar fighters and drone swarm and drone swarms that can be controlled by those avatar fighters. Now, high over uh, now the Pentagon experimented with new uh, secret prototypes, micro drones that can be launched from the flare dispensers of a moving F-16 and uh, F-18 fighter jets. That were those. Uh, that's what those uh, kamikaze drones, or whatever they were calling those. That's what those drones were that we are sending out to Ukraine. That's where these drones come from. That's that's the type of drones that they are talking about. That's. I'm sorry. That's the type of drones that uh, that DARPA was working on um, back in uh, early as early as 2014, and probably well, well before that because it was put under the veil of national security. But that's where uh, we're getting these kamikaze drones that we're sending out to those Nazis, the Azov regime, out in Ukraine right now. But people are still putting. You know, I I see. I saw this one uh, real quick. I saw this one Twitter uh, Twitter post where this bitch. And I'm sorry, I got to say that, man. This bitch, she made it a point. She put out a, a, a post and said, <coughs> I am very disheartened about the travesty and the death of the children in Udadalia, Texas. But I also want to make sure that the American people know that the children of Ukraine are dying by that of much more. So you support Ukraine if Ukraine falls, then the West fails. I shit you not. And it was liked by thousand. And she had like 22,000 likes by Americans, which is probably inadvertently just fake. You know what I mean? One of those, uh, you know, auto-generated likes, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's... Which, which, if you don't know about that, guys, it's a, yeah, uh, a lot of the people you listen to, if you see like, you know, like, oh, they got like, you know, a 500 trillion likes, you know, an overabundance of likes, more than likely that's just auto generated, you know what I mean? Because, you know, these social media accounts, you can do that on, you can pay into it and you can auto generate your likes. You can auto, auto generate all that stuff. We here at Subliminal Message Studios and over at Band.Video Infowars, we don't auto generate shit. We don't need to. If you want to hear the news, if you want to hear what's really, really going on, if you want to hear our opinion, a different point of view that's not of the mainstream media, then come to Subliminal Message Studios, guys, because we're going to give you the real news. We're going to try our hardest to be unbiased as much as we can. Don't get me wrong. This is a Republican and or a conservative talk show. If you really want to put a label on it, I hate doing that, but I kind of have to. But... um you know, if you really, really want to put it that way, guys, come, you know, come here, get your real news. We don't, we're not going to, uh, especially here on Blaze It, we're going to cover a little more of the, tr uh, the, the, the trendy things of what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Or more of the culture aspect of what the American people are really, really facing it and why the American people are literally, literally doing this kind of crazy, crazy behaviors because, and, I, and I've said this plenty of times on my past shows over on Rumble, over on Anchor. I've said this plenty of times. It's because our basic human instincts are being picked at. Our basic human instincts of fight or flight are literally being picked at right now. So, of course, people are going to start doing much more crazier shit. I've said that once. I'm going to say it a thousand times. It's going to escalate. And now with... Uh, now with... 
this uh the these these school shootings coming right out when we're going into the third midterm you know what i mean it's uh, you know and, oh well, we shouldn't we, we shouldn't call that suspect at all which always amazes me how this stuff always seems to happen during the midterm uh third midterm that is and or around that uh and or around that time and then all of a sudden you know what i mean there's this drastic shift there's this over authoritarian shift into a, a different and into into a, a, a different a different shape of hands and right now i can see a lot of people literally egging the idea of giving the police more tactics on how to kick your door down and that's exactly what they're going to do you know we and that's not to say i don't think we shouldn't educate uh, police but educate yourself to all the parents out there, you know what I mean? Don't really stop. We need to get over this assumption that the police are going to save our asses. If we haven't got it by now, you know what I mean? After all the mass murders, you know, all the women that, oh, my God, Ted Bunny was so sexy, you know, and all, all the guys that fucking get into that mass murder shit. Listen, guys, if we haven't learned by now, cops aren't going to save your bitch ass, you know what I mean? So don't give me, you know, we'll call the cops, okay? Cops are going to save you. We we as parents, I'll just say that. I'm, I'm trying to stick with parents. We as parents owe it to ourselves, owe it to our children to stay armed, to educate ourselves on how to fight, to educate ourselves on how to defend ourselves if we cannot get to our gun, use a knife, you know what I mean? We, we need to educate ourselves because we owe it to other children, you know what I mean? I mean, how many times... How many times are we going to say, oh, well, okay, I'm on the left side, but okay, I'm all in favor of giving the police this type of training. Well, just wait until those same authoritarian people that you didn't trust, especially on the left side, since all police are racist, right? All police are racist. Well, just wait until they, each one of them know how to kick your fucking door in for no reason. Just wait. Meanwhile, you take no responsibility for yourself. You take no responsibility for something you can do. What can you do to prevent school shootings? That's what I'm asking parents. What can you do to prevent school shootings? And if you throw up your fucking hands and say, oh, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do, then, then then sit down and shut up. How's that sound? I'm sorry for being mean, but, you know, come on now. Uh, let's let's get back into uh, the Pentagon and the Department of Defense uh Creating swarm drones that can be used through gene modification and um, modified viruses that attach through two different proteins to your lipitoids. Kind of sounds like something of that COVID vaccination, does it? So let's get back to that, guys. So uh, SCO staff labored in the shadows since its inception with virtually everything it did without held from the American public. Now, with the shroud of secrecy was lifted partially in recent weeks, Defense Secretary Ashton B. Carter for the first time disclosed last month the existence of some of the office's projects. While previewing uh, his proposed 2017 budget, he called for a $902 million in funding for the SCO in 2017, nearly twice what it received this year and 18 times what it started with. Now, um... Now, now, if you guys all remember Petman, the walking, kneeling, pushing, upping, bipedal robot uh, that was created by Boston Dynamics so long ago, and uh, that was a company behind, behind Alpha Dog. Uh, now they're in the middle of testing uh, chemical uh, protection uh, clothing and chemical uh, biowarfare robotic dogs that can indeed spray chemical warfare all throughout a neighborhood within minutes. 
Literally running at such a fast pace, spraying that shit everywhere. You remember how I was talking about that stuff a long time ago and how uh, everyone was seeing those uh, ro robots and those drones fly around China and how everyone saw, you know, I, I saw a couple messages. I saw a few things on uh, Twitter posts and stuff like that and how they're saying, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You know, what are they going to do? Well, uh, that's exactly what those uh, dogs do, guys. You know, I said that once. I'm going to say it, I say it a thousand times. Those little dogs, they look innocent and shit like that. And they don't need red eyes to start spraying that chemical warfare all across your entire neighborhood within minutes. Because it does indeed run a lot faster than what they are telling you. And it holds those chemicals in its intersection. Then releases it when it's told to. So the Pentagon is... Back in as early as 2014, it's probably well, well before that, it was probably covered up through the shade of national security, like I keep saying. So the Pentagon does indeed have technology where they can control the human mind. And if they don't have the direct technology where they can control the human mind all the way, they are indeed working on it through robotic soldiers. Avatar program, DARPA, is doing it all. Now, um, this includes, like I, uh, like I was stating before, this includes soldiers that can control drones by simply the touch of uh, nothing, meaning that they're controlling it by their brains, guys. So scary stuff, you know, ladies and gentlemen, really, 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 really scary stuff, man, you know, especially with all these, uh, especially with the, the school shootings that are going on, the most recent school shooting, you know what I mean? Like I said, guys, it, it literally seems like every single time we see, uh, we, you know, we see the pictures of these school shooters. It literally looks, especially when they uh, they're, they 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 actually stay alive after they've done what they've done. But it literally, literally always looked like these guys are on some type of psychotropics, or they their minds are being controlled in some type of way. And what I'm telling you right now is back in 2014 and 2000 in between 2014 and in between 2017, DARPA and the Pentagon and the Department of Defense was working on modifying viruses that would control your mind turning you into an essential essentially a super soldier something uh, right out of a, a John Claude Van Damme movie ladies and gentlemen so that's why we always go back in the past but I do want to get back to because there's some other really really scary stuff that is being said by Dr. Justin Sanchez um, that is uh, head that was head back in 2017 of direct neural interface uh, link in uh, DARPA and like I said guys um, what if uh, Elon Musk is nothing more than just the front man to this technology? Because they needed, they needed a front man for um, you know this type of technology. And Neuralink is nothing more than the direct neural interface that was made by DARPA. And these uh, COVID vaccinations are exactly just that. They are nano biting particles, which they have admitted, by the way, they are nano. Nano gene modifying uh, gene modifying a vaccination that goes into your DNA and completely completely reconfigures it. Whether or not you can Bluetooth up to a human being now and control literally what they're doing, I don't know, guys. All I know is we are literally competing with God right now. Somehow, science scientists, wherever they're getting their knowledge from, 
they are trying to compete with God, and it is scary as shit. And uh, I, I, but uh, however, guys, let's get to this. Uh, let's get to Doctor Just, Justin Sanchez telling us more of what he plans to do with the human mind. Industry or other parts of government are unwilling to take risks. Okay, so we uh, we set off on our mission, and uh, we're trying to make these breakthrough technologies. Now, um, along the way, we said, okay, if we understand very deeply the science and technology associated with these kinds of breakthroughs. We not only can predict the surprises that may be anywhere in the world, but we can also create a few surprises of our own. Did you just hear what he said? You hear what he just said? Oh, we can predict the few surprises that are going to happen around the world, but get this here. We can also make a few surprises happen of our own. You see how that works out? And, and, and um, if, if you're an audio listener, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to know the smugness that's coming off of Dr. Justin Sanchez, the smugness on him. The, 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 the literal smugness on him, like he thinks, oh yeah, we're going to control you. We're going to control the human race. Don't worry. We're going to be kings. We're going to control you. You're going to be a fucking slave whether you like it or not. Meanwhile, you're going to sit there and argue with your neighbor over some over, over Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It's amazing. So let's get back to Dr. Justin Sanchez telling the American people that he created, that he's in the middle of creating super soldiers or mind-controlled technology through nanoparticles, through nanoneurological um, gene modification, modified viruses that literally can control your mind. Let's get back to him. Let's get back um, to him. Now, while we've been doing this over... Oh, but don't worry about those uh, children that were just killed out in Utadalia. Don't worry. The Pentagon had nothing to do with that. Like I said, I don't know for a fact because, you know, um, I haven't written out the Freedom of Information Act, but I am saying, like I said before, is the technology is there. Okay? The technology is there. Yeah, a, a vast number of years. One of the things that did emerge from all of our work is it's not the technology alone that makes all the difference. It's how the people of the world uh, use the technology that we develop. Okay? That's the fundamental game changer in all of this. And a terrific example of so all of that said? is the smartphone. So all of you probably have one or maybe even two smartphones in your pocket. And you may not know that a lot of the technology that's in the, the smartphone uh, has its roots in DARPA. So uh, Herb mentioned the Internet. Uh, GPS, which enables us to find our phones or, or locate where those phones are. The touch screen that's on your phone that enables you to interact with it, that was a DARPA uh, development. Um, the accelerometer that's in the phone that enables you to change the orientation of the screen as you rotate the phone. Uh, Siri, also a, a DARPA uh, technology development. And all of those aspects, again, while they had their roots in national security, came together in this small device and it changes the way that we perceive our world and the way that we interact uh, with our world, okay? Now, what I'm going to show you today is not the smartphone. I'm going to show you a new way that we're developing technology uh, to interact with the world for the future. And that's really the technology of the brain. Now, the brain is an amazing organ. Uh, when it functions, there are millions and no I, I might I might just uh, post the whole video the post the whole video um, on audio or audio recording soon after this uh, soon after this upload guys but um realize what he's saying and realize when you hear oh the new frontier of uh, med the uh, medical science is the brain they're not telling you 
that they plan to fix anyone's brain. They're not going to fix the epileptic brain. You see, what they're telling you is we plan to kill your bitch ass. We plan to use you like a guinea pig. So while these school shootings are going on, I just want you to keep in mind one more time that the technology is there. And we have these scientists, these these ignorant, smug scientists telling us, telling their 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 secret societies, telling their constituents we need to control the human brain because we somehow know better than them. Realize that this is just a bunch of human a, a group of people that are putting themselves higher and not only higher than you, but realize that they are putting themselves above you in the food chain. And if you are going to get animalistic, that's as that's when real, real death and destruction soon starts after, ladies and gentlemen. So the Department of Defense was working on modifying viruses and gene gene modification that would attach itself to your DNA through lipitoids, through two different proteins, kind of the same way that that COVID-19 vaccination does. And they were going to use that to control the human mind through neural, uh, through different type of neurological links, through different type of stimulations and different type of projects. So guys, uh, you know, I mean, what can I say? You know what I mean? Uh, there's there's a few more things I want to get to as uh, uh, when it comes to Doctor uh, Justin Sanchez, but it's what are you know? It, it's a tragic world we're living in, guys. You know what I mean? And, and we need to remember history, you know, because those who are those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. So let's look back in time and realize that you know what I mean. Something else is amiss, and it's always a hit and miss whenever these school shootings go on. There's always, lately, there's always been something like, you know, like with this most recent one, I'm going to stay on point with this most recent one. He crashed his car. The police will openly admit to you and they'll tell you all across screen. Well, oh, so, so what? Oh, yeah, there's a 12 minute gap in between him crashing his car and between that and in between him actually going into the school. And we have these jackass sheriffs, which is not really a sheriff. He's just acting like a sheriff, more than likely. He's probably like a U.S. Marshal or something like that, that are saying, oh, that's what it is. There's a 12-minute gap there. We're not going to explain to you anything because he's saying, oh, the information isn't there. But I'm 100% sure that there's cameras all over that school, especially in the back. And I know that for a fact because every school is obligated to make sure they have a camera in their back door. Known fact. So who did that shooter engage with in that 12 minutes? Someone is lying about something. And if they're not lying about something, they're doing what the devil is. They're telling us the story, but they're just not telling us the full story, right? That's how the devil works, guys. So while the Pentagon and DARPA is creating modified viruses and shit like this, man, to control the human brain, we are, our children, our children are dying. Our children are, are being killed in schools, and we have scientists, we have these scientists, these crazy Nazi scientists that think they know better than the rest of us. And that's the reality of what we're really, really living in. May God be with us all.
May God be with us all. So there's one more. Okay, guys. So there's one more. Uh, there's one more clip I want to go to when it comes to this uh, Dr. Justin Sanchez, and I'm talking about the direct neural interface and um, the 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 ability to control the human mind, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go to this clip right now. Uh, but before I roll to this clip, guys. Before I roll to this clip, I just want to I just want to include that this clip is really, really, really. Um, how am I, how am I, how am I going to say this? It's, excuse me. Um, it's, it says, it, I got, you know, I, I, you know what? I'm just going to play the video guys. Um, and, um, and, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll just play it. You know, recall. That's the scale of the problem that we're actually working on at DARPA. Again, being DARPA, we don't just stop there. We keep moving forward in our trajectory. I actually started a, a new program in 2013 called Subnets, thinking about the subnetworks of the brain, but for the most challenging problem of, of neuropsychiatry, and that's you know, mental states. Right? Think about depression, anxiety. Think about trying to develop a, a direct neural interface to help people with their depression, anxiety. And again, the same questions uh, are there. What actually is depression in the brain? What are the neurons that are involved in anxiety? Those are the kinds of things that we're ultimately going after. Okay, so you okay, so right there, did you right? Like, did you hear what he just said? Oh, those are the main things that we're going after. Is the depression in the brain? How do we control that depression in the brain? You you want me to replay this shit for you guys just one more time? Listen to what he is saying. Listen to what he is saying to you. Okay? Directly saying that's what we are going after. How do we control the depression in the brain? Oh, so we can help people though. But in order to help someone, how do you first before you you have to control? They're saying he he wants to he said he wants to control depression. What is depression in the brain? Well, they want to control that. You cannot tell me that if they are able to control depression in the brain, that will enable them to use the human brain as a weapon, furthering making that person act out and do a school shooting. But let me replay this for you guys. The most challenging problem of, of neuropsychiatry, and that's you know, mental states, right? Think about depression, anxiety. Think about trying to develop a, a direct neural interface to help people with their depression, anxiety. And again, the same questions uh, are there. What actually is depression in the brain? What are the neurons that are involved in anxiety? Those are the kinds of things that we're ultimately going after, okay? so. Right. Just one more time. Those are ultimately the things that we're going after. We're going after the depression of the brain so we can learn to modify that depression and to use that, that anxiety and that depression that a human, that, that the human being is going under at that time. And we can amplify that depression and that anxiety and make them act out in the most irrational ways. Do you hear what they're fucking telling you? This is back, the guys, this, was back in 2017 okay and, the, and there's a and, and you know what i'm just gonna let it play for a while okay guys just let it play we have a very long trajectory here right over a decade of work in this space and what i'm gonna do next i'm gonna show you some examples of the achievements that we are able to do today and then paint a picture for you for what the future of neurotechnology uh, may ultimately hold for us okay so the first person i want to introduce you to is nathan He's the one on the right side of the screen. No, and, they're not uh, talking about Joe Biden. Nathan is living with paralysis. He was paralyzed in 2004 in an automobile accident. And and Nathan, by, oh, I just, you know, actually oh, okay. So, uh, uh, by the way, uh, Nathan is the same paralyzed uh, paraplegic that uh, 
President White Man Obama was uh, seen uh, f- uh, photoing with. Uh, just I just want to include that because it's all it's all preopted, right? It's always always all preopted with these. It's Hollywood. It's a Hollywood script. Everything is pre-planned. It's nothing about Hollywood. These guys, they're actors. A freshman in college, he was studying nanotechnology. When he heard about some of our our studies, said. I, I want to be a pioneer in that. So he signed up to do uh, one of our studies, and Nathan had that same array, right, that 4 by 4 millimeter array placed in his motor cortex, right, the part that is involved in movement. He had another set of arrays placed in his sensory cortex, okay? And you can actually see on the upper right side of the screen there, there's a little plug that's coming out of his head. That's where those arrays are connected to. And the wires send the signals from his brain actually to that bank of, com- of uh, a rack of computers in the middle of the screen process all of his neural activity in real time and actually send that activity to that robotic arm. We also developed the robotic arm. And I saw, and, and you know what, uh, so like, I, I, I didn't want to play this because he's acting like, oh my God, we're actually helping people. That dude was nothing, uh, by the way, uh, that Nathan, nothing but an experiment for this guy. Nothing but an experiment for these people. They're acting all witty about it, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the whole video, this guy is just so smug about everything he's saying. But then, and then he directly saying, oh, but, you know, what we're really, really after is controlling anxiety and depression. That's what we're really, 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 really after. We want to control that so we can then use that as a weapon on the American people. But of course, of course, they, you know, they want to use, they want to use you know, uh, the, the sad, the sad, you know what I mean? The sad image, you know what I mean? Oh, this poor paraplegic, you can't talk, you can't walk. Well, that's why we're doing this research. But then you come, but then every single time, it's the same thing. Every single time, that same research or that scientific technology, it really, really doesn't go to the people that actually need it. It always gets used against the American people every single time, ladies and gentlemen. So guys, um, that's going to bring me to this, uh, bring me to the end of this segment, guys. Uh, we were going to have a guest, but they kind of fell off. But um, you know what I mean. Uh, just always remember, guys, we are in a crazy, crazy time, uh, a, a wild and crazy time. So always look to the history, uh, because there is a big, big um, scramble for the guns right now. And I'm not, I, I'm not saying that, man. There's a uh, high schools apparently are performing uh, uh, walkouts, and, and and get this. Teachers are actually allowing them. Teachers are allowing students to literally self-destruct their freedom even more. Even more. It's 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 amazing to me. It is amazing to me on how on how each time something tragic happens, our talking points, our individual talking points get grouped up by the masses. If you're on the right side, it's all about mental health. If you're on the left side, it's all about common sense gun reform. Nobody is thinking for themselves, ladies and gentlemen. It makes me fucking sick, guys. So this is a very crazy time. There's a lot of Democrats. There's The Biden administration has already put through executive orders to ban uh, assault weapons or semi-automatic rifles. That's what they really are. And uh, large capacity mag- magazines is what they're calling them. They're just thirty round magazines. Um, and, and this goes, and, and, and you know what? There's so much more into that. Now, this time, I, I do believe that this time there's going to be a hell of a kickoff when it comes to the Second Amendment. I think they're really, really, really going to uh, try 
try their hardest to go after the Second Amendment and all of the left-driven states first, and it's going to slowly spill out into the right states. Because if you haven't realized, a lot of the libtards, they're all moving to right, you know, conservative states. Their states shut down. They destroyed their cities. So now they're all moving to ours to destroy our shit. And here in the Omaha city, we're fucking retarded. We're over here building murals of Nazis and we're over here painting mules for Ukraine while they're sitting there flipping up the, the Nazi symbol. It's, it's a, it's a hell of a time, guys. It is a hell of a time. Now, um, uh, you know what, uh, you know what's even, uh, what's even sick, guys? Like I said, uh, I do. I do think that this time they're they're uh, these these stupid these these Dems are going to be able to push through something on the Second Amendment, and it's going to have a true true cascading effect all throughout America. And uh, Joe Manchin is already uh, hinted towards a uh, possible gun reform. I'm telling you right now, these fake ass Republicans. Uh, they're not really Republicans. They've sold themselves out too, man. But it's it's a hell of a time to live in, guys. What a heck of a time to live in and there is some good things going on don't get me wrong but let's uh stay vigil guys this is our new segment called blaze it we really hope you enjoyed it thank you very much for joining me i'm your host leonardo you can find all of our information on anchor and or spotify subliminal message studios all one word and follow us on twitter follow us on instagram guys we thank you very much like subscribe and donate if you can guys we really really appreciate it we'll see you later